Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Deep Shift, a podcast about the shift in consciousness that's taking place on this planet. I've got a very special guest today, Aurora Esmeralda. She is a Cornell certified plant-based nutritionist, yoga instructor, and a transformational wellness coach from Los Angeles, California. Aurora, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. I'm so excited. So you're from LA? Uh, yeah, well, let's just say the last 18 years of my life were in LA. Uh, so part of my biggest development as a young woman and into my consciousness is definitely in Los Angeles. Hard to believe, but I'm sure you can relate. Um, mm -hmm. And now I live in, in Tulum. So I'm in Mexico right now, down in the Mexican Caribbean. Yeah. And just before we hit record, you were telling me a story about your grandma, which <laughs> is absolutely remarkable. I mean, she was like a light worker. She was way ahead of her time. And she ended up, she was working in the government, right? She was the first uh, woman congressman. That's right. So first woman congressman of Mexico back in the fifties and just uh, an amazing woman overall. She was uh born on the i live right now down in the caribbean but she was down in nayari which for you that have you know dabbled a little bit on into psychedelics nayari is um it's where peyote or hickory comes from so um you know a huichol she was huichol and um her husband ended up being a Cora, which is another one of the NATO tribes. So she already had the medicine working inside of her, for sure, in her DNA. And, you know, uh, funny enough, because I didn't learn much about her, given the fact that I never met my father when I was growing up. Um, I didn't know much about her story. I just knew that I was named after her. As to why, I never really ceased to ask until later when I was an adult and had already graduated. But, you know, similar to me, she left home at a really young age. So uh, there's not much uh, uh, history on, you know, her story as to before the age about 13. So at the age of 13, she left, you know, her community in Nayari, went to uh, Jalisco, which is in Guadalajara. And she studied there, she's a very young, young girl, super, super intelligent, a fellow Sagittarius as well. So she was born uh, December 9th. I was born December 1st. Oh, funny similarities. Okay. Yeah, funny similarities there. And, uh, you know, she went all the way to be one of the children that got, uh, you know, full academic scholarships by politicians um, that were trying to help the communities. And she ended up getting her JD and became a lawyer, met my grandfather when they were in school. And then they relocated to Baja California, Norte, Mexicali, which is the... Um, the state that's connected to California and the capital of that state. So there's where she actually ran for Congress and won. She used to get a lot of support from American women in the US because California was right there in the border town. And she put a stop to child labor, gave women the right to vote and be voted for and just um, rallied up. That In that time, it's amazing because she rallied up 10,000 women without any, you know, social media or any form of technology possible and just received so much of support. So yeah, she was a total, total light worker and, you know, just ahead of her time and trying to make humanity a better place. But, you know, as we know what they've done in the past to people that have such a huge presence and a huge platform and such a huge mission ahead of them, you know, sometimes their wings are cut and interrupted, but that doesn't mean that the consciousness doesn't get to come back and Say hello, here I am again. <laughs> yeah. And she was essentially killed, right? For 
Yeah. She, um, she was just, I think, you know, I, it's funny that this is coming to me right now. Um, I've struggled a lot to show up uh, you know, on social media and to actually share my truth and my message. And I've wondered a lot, you know, where it's come from and I dabble into it. Well, you know, it makes sense when you've been killed in the past for speaking your truth and having Mm -hmm. such a powerful, powerful, uh, message to give. It can be a little daunting, you know, and I think a lot of us right now that are feeling this deep shift and that are remembering who we are and why we're here. It's, we've, we've experienced a little bit of that, you know? Uh, but yeah, she, I think the main two messages that she was able to have a huge platform and deliver. And the main reason why she kind of got a target put on her was first, um, the vetoing down of a bill in an entire body, you know, not just of people, but of congressmen and her being a woman. Um, And the veto was basically uh, a a bill that was being introduced to increase the sentencing for criminal acts. And she understood at a core, core, you know, level that that is not how we change you know, humanity, that is not how we yeah. better the world. That is not how we help people. We need to deal with it at the infancy level, making sure that women and children are being provided for so that, you know, we don't grow up in trauma, completely forgetting who we are, why we're here. Um, and then the other thing that she um, spoke about was during International Women's Day, uh, uh, <laughs> there was news stations and, you know, everything back then. And she got on the platform and spoke directly to women, telling them that we had a responsibility to emancipate ourselves from the role that the church had placed on us when it comes to being, you know, these Susie homemakers and staying at home and just serving the man. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, she was a beautiful housewife, had three children and was also in Congress. So, you know, she was just saying, you you can also do much more than just stay at home. That was, uh, at that time, was not taken very lightly by, you know, the powers that be, because there was obviously all men at the time and the divine feminine was completely suppressed. So, yeah, pretty powerful consciousness back then that she carried. So uh, they mandated her quickly on a plane to travel to Mexico City. And then that plane conveniently exploded in the air three times. Um, that was the end of her flight at the age of 33. Wow. So, 33. yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> wow, she accomplished so much. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing yeah. your story. I, I just think... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, what, a, what an incredible being. And yeah, we a lot of us have that kind of uh, trauma. Like, we're scared to share because perhaps in a previous lifetime, we were killed for sharing truth and, and you know, good knowledge. Uh, I know a lot of people who have, who have that. And I have certainly had that uh, in the past. Yeah. Um, recently, though, just something, something switched where it's like, hmm. You just share, you know, as long as I'm sharing from my heart, I don't really care too much what people say. Yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, no, that's, I just felt the need to share. Like I, that's been the message for me as well, because the times I've felt that perhaps, you know, from the past again, you know, 2020 has been a total game changer. I'm sure you agree with that for Mm -hmm. us that have, that were seeing it, that knew what was up, that just couldn't put it into words, that uh, felt that, ooh, maybe we're gonna be called even more crazy if we share this. So for us to 
now fully come into uh, our embodiment of who we are and really sharing from a place of love, you know, because there's so much and it can come, you know, sometimes a little controversial, a little dynamic, a little intense for people. If we just share from a place of love, you know, and let that be the intention, I think we can't, you know, we can't miss the, the target and really like, you know, landing in people's hearts and helping that expansion come even further. Yeah. Yeah, so much so. It's just, it's such a wonderful time. I mean, 2020, like everything that I've been doing, everything I've been speaking about has all come about in 2020. Podcast started 2020, like during lockdown. You know, it's it's amazing to think how many people are still just, you know, at their family home or just staying at home. And life is so different than it was a year ago. Yeah. For, for the entire world. Like wh- what is currently happening to the psyche of humanity I don't think we'll be able to realize for like 10 or 20 years. There's so much currently going on in terms of families that are being healed. You know, all the family dramas, every, everything, like all the creation, everything that people were escaping from by going to the bars, go to the clubs, like just going out and like escaping and finding that's all, that's all gone. Everyone's, everyone's looking at their shadows. So right now the shadows, everyone's shadows are coming up and, pretty significant ways <laughs> oh yeah i had my 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 last little i felt it was like the last dark hour of the soul for me i've had many in this lifetime but i think i finally went through like the last little like poof, so that i could you know like oh okay there's nothing to really fear but you really got to sit with it you know it's 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 mm-hmm. some heavy dense and it still comes up i'm not saying it doesn't but when it comes up having the awareness that um it, it's just energy that needs to get released that needs to come to the surface for us to feel it, observe it, uh, accept it by feeling it, release it. And then in itself, it transforms. So that way, if it does come again, because it, it comes in waves, as you, I'm sure you felt it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it feels like a big cloud. And sometimes it just feels like waves that hit you in the face out of nowhere. You're like, whoa, where did that come from? And what I've experienced, I feel like it, it's just trauma that's in our dna from multiple lifetimes from this lifetime that's just coming to the surface for it to be released and our job is to not you know identify and create a story and like go into it and just let it let it come up you know like you said using your hands to like move it that's really cool i used it i was like oh this actually works um and creating you know and creating a, a new um core belief for yourself it's super super important you know when the the shadow comes up and tries to make you believe that you're not enough or that you don't belong here or you know whatever it is you're not lovable whatever story it tries to you know show up with you can see it for what it is and thank it and just you know remember who you are and really really commit to who you are like that's our work right now is uh one of my um fellow, you know, light workers uh, said it in one of his um, videos. It's almost like we're training our warrior right now, you know? So there's a lot of energy that's just like shifting and coming. And and our job is just to kind of, you know, stay present with it. Do not try to push it away. If it comes up, sit with it. And again, it can be a little heavy and daunting. And, you know, if you have someone that you can uh, have hold space for you, super, super empowering, you know, and be grateful for that. But if not, you know, don't be afraid to really sit with it yourself because it will pass. And the more that you train yourself, I think, you know, psychedelics have done that for some of us as well is going deep into that darkness and realizing, oh, it's my creation. You know, it's nothing separate from me coming to get me. It's just my creation wanting to be seen and, 
accept it and then release so that I can actually step into the powerful being that I truly am. Does that yeah. make sense? It makes total sense. And and right now it's like, we're going through an ascension process as a human race and we are, <laughs> we don't stay the same. That's the thing with this reality. Evolution exists and we continue to evolve. And right now we're at a point where we need to evolve consciously as a, as a species. And we're either going to do that or we're going to destroy ourselves. You know, we're, we're kind of teetering on the line between the two at this moment and everything from the pandemic to, you know, Trump getting elected, like everything that's triggering us or, or bringing out shadows, uh, it's all meant for healing. And right now we are all being healed. And for me, it's like, yeah, I go through those waves as well, where all of a sudden, uh, you know, I'm like, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Everyone's reaching out. And then sometimes I just feel like I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And, and I, I was feeling that last night and I just like, I know enough to get when I get in those moments to just stop everything. I sat down, I just closed my eyes and I just tuned in. And what I heard was to go to the sauna. There's a local sauna. And when I go in there, I just sweat. It's so hot that it's kind of like your body thinks it might be dying, you know? And when you get in that mode where you start to think like life or death, like this is so crazy, like I should get out, but no, it's just my mind telling me to. I get tons of epiphanies and downloads and that, that it shifted my energy enough to put me back. Okay. I'm back on track. Now I'm ready to, you know, continue down, down this path, but there's so many tools and tips that, that are available for people, uh, breath work, saunas, you know, sweating, jogging, psychedelics. Um, I know you have studied as a plant-based nutritionist uh, and you've also healed yourself using nutrition, which I think is super cool. Uh, how did that, how did that go? How did that go where you were able to heal yourself? Oof. Well, I think you just mentioned something that's super uh, important. You gotta be, you gotta surrender. Uh, I think that was a big one for me when I got the diagnosis of having cancer after I had dealt with bulimia for way too long, over a decade, over a decade. Um, and then getting diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 25. Wow. Yeah, it was just like, I, I, for me, and because I, if you see some of my videos that I share on my wall, you know, you know a little bit about my story. Um, I, I had just already ac accomplished a lot in my professional life, but also like within my own person, I had overcome so much, um, we can say just challenges <laughs> that I intentionally chose before I came here so that like my soul could develop right I uh, didn't feel like that when I was going through it though so uh by the time that I was diagnosed and was you know dealing with that I was just tired I was really tired of being a human being um I was tired of struggling and one thing after another after another even though I kept you know I don't want to say surviving but almost like excelling and thriving it was just like the heaviness of it enough already so for me what ended up happening is I I knew too much at the time about what was going on in the medical industry when you're you know you're woke you're woke and I knew that going in by myself thankfully you know I think now I'm really grateful that I was by myself I didn't have family or a significant other or anybody pushing me to go get treatment instead I kind of sat with myself and I had to you know vision my life what that was going to look like okay well if I go in I know that they're going to have me do chemo I'm going to lose my hair I'm going to lose my breast I'm going to go into at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt for what for me to live you know like 
a, a broken human in a lot of debt and not understanding how this even happened, afraid of my own existence at that point, I'd rather not. So I basically fell on my knees and I demanded clarity and guidance as to how this happened, what was going on within me, or for me to just be taken home. Because I was tired. I was really, really tired. Like, yo, death is an option. I'm in. So I either get the clarity and the guidance as to how this happened, or you guys take me home, because I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And, you know, at the time I was working in a corporate job, I had full benefits because of the situation. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, I wasn't being ignorant either about it. Um, I was going to the best radiology center in Thousand Oaks at the time, not getting chemo, but getting seen and going, you know, under x-rays with the best medical professionals in Southern California. And at the same time, my corporate job had these really, really um, connected beings that, pretty much led me down the rabbit hole and said, Hey, check this out, check this out, check this out. And so I just started putting the pieces together after watching a really great documentary for those of you that are interested in checking it out. Um, at the time it was fat, uh, fat, sick and nearly dead by Joe. I forgot his name, but he's the guy that kind of got the juice movement up and running at the time with the Brevra. Um, I can't pronounce the name, uh, juicers, but his yeah, story in itself on- was very, yeah, on it's Netflix, free right? on YouTube. It's right now. It's on YouTube. It's free on YouTube now, oh, so anyone can just go. Perfect. And, yeah, can watch it. It's great. really good. Yeah, really good. Super, super great story about the power of plants. Really, what he did, he basically went on a sixty-day juice cleanse, and he had a terrible autoimmune disease, which breast cancer is an autoimmune disease as well, and um, he decided to transform his life by you know juicing and lo and behold you see the transformation before your eyes like he documents it all so i thought to myself hey i have nothing to lose i mean i might as well i'm already dying let's see what happens and i kid you not michael uh within two months it now i mean if you follow and you are familiar with dr gregor who runs nutritionfacts.org completely free um nonprofit site provides all of the uh studies and all the information needed if you really want to heal yourself um so I am like super, super into nutrition. Uh, not only did I get certified by Cornell, but even before that, I was just reading all the books, like every single thing. One of my favorite authors, for those of you that are interested, is also Kimberly Snyder. She's in Fat Sick and Nearly. No, she's in uh, What the Health. Uh, also a plant-based nutritionist. And um, just, you know, I've always been fascinated with the ability of the body to heal itself if you just put it in the right environment and give it the right nutrients like it's a miracle machine and of course it is because it holds our consciousness right so how can it not possibly have the consciousness itself to heal itself so uh after just changing my diet uh, it was an entire well not my diet from diet it went to all the beauty products from the beauty products it went to household products and from there it just started to become an entire lifestyle transformation for me as i understood that i mean it's all connected and you know uh what we put in our body has a tremendous uh effect in how we feel how we think how we perform the consciousness that flows through our body um and just our entire existence and you know also our skin is our biggest organ so the products that we put on the outside also have a big effect on the purity of our blood is really what it comes down to, right? Because our consciousness is holding our is held in our DNA. So the more that we start to eat for healing and transform um, our DNA at a cellular level, our consciousness can't help but to literally elevate and grow and expand. And then you have those moments like you, and you just remember <laughs> where you came from. <laughs> So you, you switched up everything in your life, like 
so the the products let's say like how what what did you switch from your like your household products from and to so well it's different now that i'm in mexico but back in la super easy for you guys to be able to go to any uh what we call health food stores so whether that's whole foods sprouts trader joe's or you know even your local uh, farmers markets you would probably be able to find products household products not so much but like um produce and you know local uh, plant-based products you'll be able to find there but household products definitely whole foods definitely sprouts you'll find some at trader joe's even you know your local safeway and um rails now have uh like seven generations one of my favorites for uh, laundry detergent uh the chemicals in your clothes and your towels they affect you know they go straight to your brain um beauty products mostly or you know uh what we call beauty products um Toothpaste super important because of all the chemicals, the fluoride, um, the coloring, all that that goes straight into your um, your gum line, and that also goes straight into your bloodline or your DNA. So you have to be very uh, discerning of you know what you're putting into your mouth. So definitely toothpaste, mouthwash, uh, your shampoo, your conditioners, your body wash. So I tend to go for oof. Avalon has some really good shampoos and conditioners, but there's, I mean, there's a lot. If you go through the store, just kind of look at, you know, what may call your energy, what you gravitate towards, look at the ingredients list and you want to make sure that it doesn't have any parabens, any chemicals. They should let you know at the front of the packaging. They're very uh, diligent with that. Um, for like body wash and facial wash, and it has actually 18 uses. I use Dr. Bronner soaps, one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm not familiar Bronner's with it. Great. I love it. I love it. I'm, he also I has a great camp it. at Burning Man. Oh, yes. And they always just share a lot of love and a lot of, a you know, great products with us. So I love their stuff. Human yeah. foam shower. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't been. I want to go. Slash dance party slash Alex Gray painting up on stage. <gasps> oh, that's phenomenal. Remarkable. And there's there always te- like Paul Stamets was outside teaching people who were waiting in line about mycelium and mushrooms. Um, I but love it. yes, Dr. Bronos is a, is a remarkable company. Uh, you could also sit in the shower and read their, their bottle for like five hours. <laughs> kinda, right. They have um, great toothpaste and all kinds of great products. But so. along the lines of what you were saying, it's like, I went to my parents' house and they had these little, those like pods you put in the, in the dishwasher. And mm-hmm. I, I originally a long time ago showed them like, oh, these things work so well. It's like cascade, you know, it's like, it literally gets rid of everything you could have like food all over your dishes and if you use those it just cleans it remarkably and then i like looked into them and i'm like oh wait it says like do not consume i'm like but you're literally putting it on the plates but they're like oh no you know it washes off and so i took one cup from that and i took one just like a regular cup that you know is like hand washed and, and dried real real well and i filled them both with water and used a stir and the stir that I used for the one that went through the, the cascade, by the end of it, there was like foam at the top. I'm like, it's not all coming off. So you're literally every single time drinking water, drinking the chemicals of that pod just made, constructed just to get food off. And not, not about people's health, just to get food off. Just to get food off. Yeah. No. And you know, that's a, I'm glad that you bring that topic up because that's, this is where my, you know, crazy controversial person comes out, but I've learned to tame her a little bit. Um, it, 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 it's really, 
almost like a shock to the system, right? And I know it can be a lot for our family members. Your your viewers probably all know already know this, but there's a deliberate war against our consciousness, and it's been happening for so long. And there, it's it's you know everything that is pretty much promoted and sold very cheaply to us and forced on us is designed to prematurely kill you. And you may say, well, it's just very small dosages. There's nothing, you know, the body is immune and it can't handle it. Yeah, if it was little small dosages here and there, but when it's small dosages here and there and everywhere and everything, um, it, it starts to become a problem. You know, when you start to see that, it, especially in places like America where things are mass produced and mass consumed, um, you start to notice that the consciousness isn't really happening as in other places of the world where everything is made locally fresh, um, you know, made consciously to keep the environment safe because all of those things are going back into the environment one way or another and the environment is feeding us one way or another. So everything grows from Mother Earth. So the soil and the water that goes into the soil is the same water that's being polluted with pharmaceutical drugs, with chemicals, with all of the stuff that we're not consciously thinking about, and it starts to become a problem. Well, we started to worship the dollar <laughs> here in this country yeah. the, above everything right. else. If you're making money, you're successful and people exactly. look up to you. And, you know, if you're selling sugar water that literally makes people obese and kills them, it's like, well, I mean, you're making a lot of money, you got cool ads, so it's okay. But yeah, we, we do not have people's best interest in mind. And uh, yeah, I, that's why I think it's so important to vote with your dollar. And Huge. I spend more money when I buy nearly everything from my house because it's all natural products. And, you know, I try to find it, even the small companies um, who, who make, you know, things very consciously. Um, so I want to get back to your story. So did you cure your breast cancer through what your, your new lifestyle? I'm not legally allowed to say that because you'll try to come after me and sue me. But what I can tell you is, <laughs> what I can tell you is from my personal experience, um, I did not do chemo. I did not go in. My breasts are still intact. My hair is still here. Uh, 10 years later, I'm 35 years old now. Funny enough is I was struggling earlier because I was telling you I had a lot of blockages. I'm like, and I wanted to be very presentable and do my hair and makeup, but I didn't have time. So I'm literally full flake bare. I only have a little bit of mascara just to make sure my eyes can pop and I don't look all sleepy. Um, but well, you know, you I thank you. Well, the point is, uh, from when I was younger, I look way better. My skin's way better. You know, um, I feel way better about myself. I wouldn't have the confidence 10 years to come on video with no makeup, with now, you know, professional hair being, you know, in the entertainment industry, as long as I was and, you know, feel comfortable just sharing my truth. But, you know, that's the power of healing yourself and really being committed to, you know, your journey and your purpose and helping others. So, yeah, um, fruits, veggies. I ate mostly raw juices, smoothies, uh, raw fruit. There's a main topic that I want to talk about right now when you were saying about voting with your dollar. There's a war on fruit that's been going on. And I just like finally heard it from somebody else. I knew about it because I work with a lot of clients. And one of the biggest issues that I have is getting people, especially if they're dealing with diabetes or, you know, they are obese or they're women and, you know, they, they don't want to eat fruit because there's been this misinformation war on spreading um, lies about mm. fruit, that it's bad for you, that there's too much sugar, that, you know, 
all kinds of ridiculousness when, trust me, I thrive mostly off of fruit. Like I live in the Caribbean. I eat mangoes. I eat pitaya, which is dragon fruit almost every day. It's out of season now, but I'm sad. Uh, but when I'm, you know, I can get, it's so affordable here. So, so affordable because it grows here. Um, I eat little bananas. I eat, what else? I said mangoes already. Uh, pineapples. I'm looking over there because it's normally where I have all my, <laughs> um, peels, uh, lychee or rambutan. Um, and it's just amazing because it's so affordable here and it tastes so good. And I noticed, you know, ever since I've moved here, I've been living here now for three years. Again, I feel better. I look better. It's like the energy that flows through me is more, more empowering rather than disempowering. When I was living in LA, it was just so difficult to eat healthy, so expensive, so limiting. And I just, you know, again, being disconnected from mother earth herself, right? The energy that you feel when you're say, I know you relocated as well. So you're probably more in nature, more you can actually, you know, get your downloads, you can connect, you're more at ease. And when you're more at ease, things just, you know, source can just come and do its magic with us. But um, when I was not, you know, eating this way, I remember I struggled a lot with depression, a lot with anxiety. I just didn't want to be in my body. I didn't want to be on this planet. Um, and obviously the inflammation in my body, I could feel it. It hurt. I used to kill myself at the gym just to try to be okay with feeling good. And now, you know, I do a committed hour of yoga every day because that's my moving meditation to myself and also moving the energy because I'm highly sensitive as I'm sure you are. And sometimes when these waves of energy, you know, come through, I, I do the same, you know, I'm like, well, I can sit here and I can, um, you know, let it consume me or I know better because I have the tools that I need to breathe it out and I need to move it out. So my big thing is just, I throw my yoga teacher who uh, I have classes with online every day. He has a, a great network. If you guys are interested with different languages and different levels, for those of you that, you know, want to learn yoga and uh, actually, you know, want to get better at it. But right now I think yoga studios might be closed or you don't have, like me, I traveled a lot. It was very difficult to always find a yoga studio. So having it at my disposal on my phone and just listening to the instructions has been like my saving grace for the last eight years. What's his name? Um, Rudy Mattia. He's uh, the yoga warrior. He was really well known in LA. Uh, he studied with Brian Kest. Not sure if you remember him. Um, but the website is udaya.com, U-D-A-Y-A.com. And I think it's like $14.99 a month or something. Nice. Super affordable. Yeah, less than a yoga class, you know, for the whole month. And it's really worked yeah, out for amazing. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. That's really awesome. Um, so was your doctor surprised as, as you were progressing? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, like I said, I had a corporate job at the time. So the reason for it was I needed to have health insurance. And as we know, in America, getting sick is not a joke. It's very expensive. Hence why there's a lot of money in keeping us sick and disempowered. So True. I went back to my doctor and he had a call in a second opinion and the third opinion because they couldn't believe that my tumor had actually shrank. I mean, here's the thing with cancer. Once you have it, it never really goes away, right? Um, it could. I believe anything is possible. But the thing is, is it growing? Now in America, the majority of people have cancer and heart disease. And at the age of 10, our fatty streaks are starting to form at the age of 10. If you were on the standard American diet like I was, I came from a very low income, um, 
you know, family where my mom was an entrepreneur and she was trying to make it. She did her best to always make food at home, but we were still consuming a majority of um, animal products because that's, you know, the way we were trained to eat, especially um, Mexico traditionally used to be veg vegetarian, vegan, right? Corn, um, uh, uh, avocados, tomatoes, uh, nopal, black beans, rice, like we, everything we consumed, tortillas, everything was plant-based. It wasn't until the industrial uh, agriculture uh, industry came through and they started destroying our land, our beautiful land with sacred fruit and started putting in, you know, these slaughterhouses. Now you see everyone sick and prematurely dying. And the same thing's mm -hmm. happening in America, you know, at the age of 10, I was obese at the age of 10. Uh, hence why, you know, later on I developed, uh, bulimia was I, I was at war with myself at a really young age and highly sensitive I didn't feel good also getting picked on and you know and just wanting to be loved and accepted by others so it uh it was definitely um you know a journey to go from being obese dealing with bulimia developing cancer and you know that's why for me it was like I don't want to be here anymore I don't get it I don't know what I'm doing like what's the deal here and eventually being thrown down the rabbit hole and like metamorphosing into this empowering woman that I am talking about energy and nutrition and understanding it, you know, like being able to, it's almost like, you know, you, I'm sure you get the information and it's like, Oh my God, you know, and being able to share it with others and help them on their journey. Cause it's not fun to be at war with yourself and like not know how to eat. And it's not your fault. You know, 85% of the population is dealing with this. Why? Because it's, it's an easy way to keep us, you know, completely disconnected from ourselves. Imagine if you were eating high vibrational plant-based food from the ground full of, you know, the energy, the, the information from source, because food is information and everything is energy. And then, so you're consuming, you know, organic, meaning the soil is there, the water is there, it's pure, the air, the sun, there's no freaking chemicals being sprayed on it. It has the most potent energy from source information and then we consume that and then we're super connected and we're living you know abundant joyful lives that's not the majority of reality you know that's not the, the reality for majority of people unfortunately um and i know that because i had to live it and i had to come you know to this and this this is what really transformed my life and so i i created you know my whole thing transformation of self because it's the best way to explain it it was really a journey of um experimenting with myself because I had nothing to lose and I was completely surrendering to going back to source and source was like, okay, honey, here you go. Wow. It really <laughs> is a transformation of self. And I feel like a lot of people are going through that right now with COVID and you know, we're yeah. realizing that like viruses exist all the time and everywhere. We, we have viruses coming in and out of us, but our immune system is so strong that it just, mm -hmm. it just, you know, kills them and, and gets rid of them. Same with cancer cells. Those, those appear, disappear. The immune system just takes care of them. It's when the body is in a state that's a little bit lower that all of a sudden, you know, it can develop into something. And, Correct. and I, I feel like people are, are recognizing that a bit more now than ever because so many people are so focused on health. Yeah, thank God. It's a trillion, it's a system. trillion dollar industry. Yeah. And, and I, I'm intrigued to see as to what comes from the global research from this virus. Because there's never been this much poured in, this many resources poured into trying to, to fix a certain thing. And I think there's going to be residuals of all different kinds of healings that come from, from this. I, I think it's purposeful. 
it's the global reset. We wanted this. I mean, I truly believe like, if you think about it, right? Global like reset. I look at my parents, my parents didn't have a break. Their parents didn't have a break. Their parents didn't have a break. Like humanity has been enslaved for how long? And I think this the is the beginning of humanity. Right, right, right. So since the invasion and what I find fascinating, I'm getting chills right now and it's like hot and humid here. What Ooh, I find fascinating, bumps. what I find fascinating right now is like the fact that everything had to stop, right? They try to create this fear-based reality for us that forced us to stop, but then consciousness took over and said, okay, yeah, we're going to stop. Y'all going to do your shadow work. And simultaneously, you're going to get a break so that you can actually do your shadow work and you can wow. actually start to heal because you couldn't do it before. Everyone was so busy chasing money. I mean, I left LA three years ago because I couldn't do it anymore, Michael. I was basically, I hit my COVID 2020 year three years ago. And I was like, I need to get out of here because I'm not happy. And I worked so much and I was always by myself and always like downloading and processing information. But I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't get to this point where I am now where I live in paradise. I live surrounded by nature, by the elements. Um, and I'm not bragging. It's just what I needed in order for my nervous system to reset itself because I was in so much trauma, so much trauma from both of my parents. I mean, they were so traumatized growing up. They came together, had me, you know, then more trauma. They were just babies when they had me and my mom wasn't ready or prepared to have me in a society that's literally designed to get you to self-destruct. And it's on purpose because they took us away from our communities. They take us away from our communities. They gave us, you know, like, this is your land and this is your home and your, you know, women and your man, and this is your little immediate family. But then you guys have to work so much and so hard that you are actually not a family unit anymore. And so there's this desperate need for connectivity, for connection. Um, and like, for me, I grew up in an environment that there was a lot of trauma that just was handed down, handed down, and my mom didn't have the resources um, to work through it, nor the consciousness, nor the technology, right, nor the people. And so as a very sensitive child, I truly believe that I literally was born to come and help her heal, mm. you know, even though I had to go through all of it, you know, by myself, if you know my story. And in my starting to heal myself, she started to heal herself. But what's also been so empowering has been like being able to witness the amount of families, like you said, right now that are healing because there's no alternative right now. We needed this needed to happen so that we could come together and realize what's really important is our connection. So, you know, to backtrack a little bit where I was going with this, when I grew up in, you know, my home, I being highly sensitive, realized that if I cried and I authentically expressed myself, that caused my mom a lot of stress because she didn't know how to deal with it. She didn't have the tools either. She was a baby that had a baby, right? And so I learned very young that I needed to disconnect from my authenticity, from my needs in order to people please and make sure that I didn't lose my survival connection to my mom. Gabriel Mate talks a lot about this, if you're familiar with him. He talks about when the body says no, what is the actual cause of disease? Of course, the foods worsen the disease, but the true cause at this point is so, so, so clear is the disconnect that we have to ourselves when we're children because of the society and the environment that we were growing up in and watching our parents struggle and, you know, their pain and their suffering that we internalize 
And therefore, you know, there had to be the disconnect from ourselves in order to make it, you know, the mind to make it. And so that's what we're healing right now is that disconnect from ourselves, that, that shadow work, that all that fear that comes up, that uncomfortableness, because that's what needs to happen. If it doesn't get healed, I mean, we're, we're literally destroying ourselves because uh, the body says no at one point and it says no in the form of an autoimmune disease in the form of some type of cancer in the form of heart disease in the form of multiple sclerosis. Um, and then before that in the form of like a little bit of stress, you know, just yeah. a little bit of like it, it'll, it'll give you signs far before it gets to those crazy signs, which is kind of the way the universe works. It's like yeah. Everything's guiding us. Everything, everything. And everything's like, you know, that's the amazing part is the greatest secret that's kept to humanity is that the body can heal itself. Like you mm. can heal yourself. Like we are that powerful, that, that powerful. And all you got to do is just stop doing the things that made you sick in the first place. And of course, when you're growing up in the society that we were living in, it's kind of hard to really uh, see that when you're in it, right? You don't realize that you're actually sick. You're in a sick society. I started to really get it when I started to travel down here to Tulum and see how different people lived here and how present they were and how they saw that I was really stressed out and very, you know, anxious all the time and super controlling and, you know, things had to happen a certain way and this and that. And eventually, you know, I learned that I, I well, I, I started to see it for what it was like, I'm really programmed and this is making me sick. And if I understand that I am like a computer, my subconscious mind is like a computer. I can reprogram myself because I understand, you know, law of attraction and I understand how energy works. I understand that what I give my attention to grows and I understand that everything's an illusion and a hologram based on my creation. So I get to take my power back. I take, to, I get to take my consciousness back, but I had to see, my reflection of how bad it was before I <laughs> realized, oh, wow, I got to do something about this because it's not just about, you know, the physical aspects of my health. Like that's a big one because until you do that, you can't change the way you think unless you change the way you eat. I strongly believe that. Yeah. So as a, a transformational wellness coach, is this what you guide people through? Yeah. I mean, I do a lot, but the nutrition part is the first part. I think that's kind of how I get them. Come here. Um, and then from there, you know, they become, if not lifetime friends, definitely uh, clients for a while, for years. And we work through first understanding, you know, our multidimensionality that we're not just this physical body. We are multidimensional beings with a spirit that happens to, you know, our body happens to be in our spirit. Our spirit is so big, but we're here in this body. We're connected to our higher self. We have this inner self. We have our inner child and, you know, the Holy Trinity within us already. So I teach you how to come back to that center, that source. And we start by understanding who we are, why we're here, how to eat in order to heal ourselves on the mental, emotional, and physical level. Cause it's super important. Like I said, everything is energy. Like I didn't prepare a script or anything. Like the words that come through me are deliberately just being channeled at the time that needs to come. And that's how I normally work with my clients. I never, you know, thought that I would become this if you actually knew my story from back in the days, <laughs> but you know, that's what happened when I, I was basically set up by the universe to heal myself on the physical level because if not, I was going to die. And when I did that, that's when all of my mental clarity started to come, all of my remembrance. Like I keep laughing at that video you shared, but it literally was like that, like 
I, whoa, whoa, you know, just having these moments of, wow, I'm not from here, but obviously I'm here because I was born into this planet, but I, I, wow, okay. And then I started working with other, um, a lot of my friends are super, you know, clairvoyant, also ascended masters, that whether they study numerology or astrology or, you know, the Akashic records, they've been able to study my, you know, even my name, my birthday and tell me the same information. None of them know each other, but it's been the same information of, oh, you're here to be a transformational spiritual teacher. And like your message is very powerful. Don't be afraid of it. Just step into it. Um, And, you know, now creating, thanks. It's just a lot at times. And it's like, how do I, you know, why do I, I try to bring it down and at times I'm like, well, let's just focus on the nutrition part and let it, you know, expand from there. And lately, the last, you know, ever since I moved to Tulum, now it's been three years, I built a, a plant-based kitchen here. When I first moved here, there were no plant-based restaurants. Like, it killed me. I was like, how is this, how is this the healing center of North America? And yet we do not, and we're at this point, the world, because Bali's closed right now, so everyone's coming to Tulum. But, you know, there, um, there was no healthy alkaline oh, food surprising. here. Yeah, it blew my mind. So eventually I, I built the kitchen and nice. now I work with other restaurants. Yeah, thank you. Now I work with other restaurants and I help them to also incorporate, you know, uh, plant-based options for detox purposes. And it makes it easier on me because then when I bring people down on retreats, we can also go and, you know, enjoy other um, uh, restaurants or whatnot. It doesn't have to be just the actual learning and making it at home, which is fun in itself. Um, wow, and, way to you create know. your own reality. Yeah, well, I had to. I didn't have a choice, man. It was just like, <laughs> I can't keep doing this. I worked so much since I was really young. And I just, I had a, my soul was like, we're done working. And I was like, wait, 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 what do you mean we're done? Well, no, 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 we're done working. So figure it out. And that was how I transitioned out of LA because I kept one of my clients as a corporate speaker for um, uh, this one client that I do a lot of trade shows and special events and international events for. Nothing to do with consciousness everything to do with technology. Um, but you know, that's the last little gig that I kept, but thanks to COVID it put a complete stop to that. Cause no more special events, no more, you know, trade shows. And I was basically forced to start showing up, like start. Wow. And you know, I've had so many people want to do interviews with me and it's been so great because I'm very humbled by it. Cause that's my validation that you're ready. You have something special to share, even though, you know, as we were saying, you know, you were mentioned earlier, it, it's almost like we are being forced right now to intentionally choose every single day to live with deliberate uh, intention and integrity uh, if you're committed to the light. Because if not, there's so much information, misinformation, so many distractions, so much fear and, you know, illusions being thrown our way to get us to not, you know, walk the path that we came here to walk. So for me, I'm really grateful that you, you know, called me on and had me on this. I'm really, really, really appreciative, um, you know, and I hope that in the future we're able to do more together because I really want to show up for people and be of service, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I would, I would love for that to happen. And I love that you mentioned food as a catalyst because I think it was Dolores Cannon that I was reading uh, who regresses people into a hypnotic state and they enter previous lifetimes. And she can also then bring in the subconscious, the superconscious, who she can ask any question about their lifetime, previous lifetime, who they are, or humanity at large. And they were talking about the new earth, and they were talking about the shift in consciousness that's taking place. And how can we help people awaken? You know, like, can we share this knowledge with them? 
And it was like, no, a lot of people aren't ready for just straight knowledge that just, it'll go over their head. Mm -hmm. Start with food. Humans see food, they see health as important. And therefore, once you start with that, you can then introduce more things. But think about it this way also from a cellular level, right? From a cellular level, the reason why food is the gateway, the portal is, it changes your molecular structure. So you're no longer dense consciousness. Because when you're eating the way I was eating, I mean, nobody take this personally because I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about me. I was eating straight up the worst density possible, decapitated body parts of dead, sick, and abused animals loaded with fecal matter, parasites. Oh, yeah. Put in ammonia, dyed with color red, with color red is roaches, for those that don't know. Ugh. And sold frozen and packaged right that's like the healthy stuff mine is you know let's that's not talk true. about all the other i mean oh my god america is so bad when it comes to how they produce our food and yeah that's why i'm so committed to torture when you're eating it's literally it's literally setting yourself up to self-destruct from the inside oh yeah and it it, it messes with your consciousness because you're you're you are what you eat right I didn't have these thoughts. I didn't see the world the way I see it. I didn't have this manifestation magic ability that I have now when I was eating that stuff. It just wasn't happening. I was still powerful. I was still creating my reality, but most of my reality was suffering and it was hard and it was heavy and it was dense. And when I started changing the way I ate, I noticed that literally the shift started to be magical. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then my thoughts, my feelings, and you, you, I can say this with absolute 100% guarantee. When you change the way you eat, you will change the way you feel. Because having bulimia for 10 years, being forced <laughs> by my higher self to heal, which I love, but I chose because I was in the, um, I was at EDCC, the, uh, uh, what's it stand for? Um, Eating Disorder Center of California in Brentwood, California. Shout out to them and the girls there. Beautiful, beautiful, angelic women there. Um, they had the option, the nutritionist had the option to, because uh, you had to eat together as a community, right? Um, so you could choose a regular meal or a vegetarian meal. There were no options to eat vegan at the time. But that wasn't enough for me. That was enough for me to actually start to feel how my body was responding to the food. Because uh, for the days that I was there, four days out of the week that I was in the center, I was consuming um, vegetarian and then the days that I wasn't, I was at home and I didn't know how to make food, right? But vegetarian, vegan, that's also something that I teach you how to do. Um, I didn't know how to prepare meals, right? So I would go to my restaurants, fancy restaurants, thinking that I was eating healthy, but I was eating, you know, sushi, I was eating chicken, I was eating steak. Um, density, I could feel the pain, I felt very inflamed. And I noticed that, oh, I don't like how I feel when I eat that. So that was the, my little introduction to, oh, wow, food really does change the way I feel. I feel inside. And then when I did the whole, you know, transition into, I did go raw for a huge portion, but now I'm at the, I do the 80, 20. I strongly believe that. I mean, if you live in paradise and you have your own uh, farm and you're growing your own fruits and veggies and all that, then I truly believe you could eat hundred percent raw because you live on your own land, you produce your own food and you make your own food and you don't have to worry about going and working and producing and doing all this other external stuff. So you could do uh, 100% raw, hands down. The kind of world that I live in where I'm interacting with people that are not, you know, vegan, their density is very, very dense. I'm very sensitive when I eat raw. It can be very clashing at times. Mm. Um, also, just um, 
I'm up here and then having to deal with the world out there that's so dense, it's, it's, it, it's not comfortable. So what I do is I do 80% raw, 20% cooked food. And by cooked, I mean potatoes, my grains, um, you know, veggies, um, pastas made from like beans and whether that's lentils or chickpeas or um, red beans. So I, I do cooked food, but mostly, mostly I eat raw because of the energy, the frequency. It's a live food. It has information for us. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah. And inflammation, speaking of inflammation, so I've been researching that lately and mm-hmm. meats inflame the body so much. Uh, Game Changers. That was a documentary that came out recently, which was very, very, so good. very, very good. So good. So good. And, especially for know, men. So good. Yes, yeah, especially for men. Yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some great moments in it that are kind of hilarious for men. But it's like, you know, people think like, oh, I'm just yeah, having chicken. I'm not. I don't eat any red meat. I just chicken and and you know, and that inflames the body as well. And inflammation leads to you know cancers, diseases, all like the whole spectrum. Inflammation is like the beginning of of the end. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know doing doing everything and i think it's it's really fun like it's actually a lot of fun to go on the path of eating healthy because it opens the door to so many things like all these different raw fruits and i've got a garden out back and like in my green tea like i have you're so uh, lucky cayenne pepper <laughs> that i grew in my backyard just in my in my teas because cayenne pepper is anti-inflammatory and it's just like it's mm-hmm. so much fun now my green tea has a little spice to it which is just i like it Ooh, you like it <laughs> No, it's, it's so true um, when you, you know, because it's so funny. My mom went plant-based. I was so happy when she did that. She had her gallbladder removed, and then eight years later, her liver was going out. Wow. And, yeah, I basically, I didn't sugarcoat it for her. I'm like, you're dying, and I'm not going to stick around to watch you die. So, I mean, if you want to die, go ahead. I love you, but I'm not going to – I'm too sensitive. I'm not going to partake in this. If you want my help, I'm here, and I'll help you. And luckily she was like, of course, you know, she's a very intelligent and spiritual woman. So she said yes. And she lost over 70 pounds in six months of like inflammation, heavy weight. It wasn't her because she, you know, she was buying the lie of eat white, eat white meat, eat chicken, eat this mm. turkey, you know, and she just kept Paid getting for bigger by and the bigger chicken industry. Of course. And yeah, but I remember when she was like, okay, but Mija, what am I going to eat? And it was just so funny because I'm like, <laughs> I know, oh, that's the question the that everybody asks, like, what do you eat? And I'm like, everything, you just swap out. You actually eat so much more variety, so many much more colors and nutrients because you're eating healthier. You're not just eating, oh, I just can't with the protein myth. You know, it kills me. It's, get, get, get me mad is like, ask me, well, what about protein? But I understand that a lot of people don't understand it. Um, oh, there's protein, protein is a comp- kale. It's a lot of yeah, protein the most protein is in green, your dark leafy greens. That's yep. where it's at. You know, mm-hmm. that's where, and also your nitric oxide, which is what you need and super vital for a blood vessel health and to regenerate your blood. So let's talk about DNA healing and consciousness elevating, eat your dark leafy greens. And then fruits are cleansers like no other. Right now there's a freaking war, excuse my language, on fruit. And I think I was starting to talk about that earlier, but it, it's like, uh, Michael, what's his, uh, I forget his last name. Um, no, Anthony, Anthony Williams, I think. I forget his name, but he's the guy from the medical medium. Uh, my brain just went boop. Uh, but he has a new podcast as well. If you guys want to learn about the war on fruit, like it's a real mm. thing. There is an actual war on fruit. And the way it works is misinformation that's even put into the holistic community, which kills me. Like, Anthony oh, William. 
is his name. That's his name. Yes, that's a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. Um, but yeah, on his, if you look up the war on fruit um, or fear of fruit, I think that's what it's called, but there's an actual war on um, fruit. And I, I know because I've experienced it. I didn't actually want to believe it until I heard his podcast. I'm like, oh, of course there is. And the reason for it, I'll break it down for you guys real quick. So it's uh, misinformation by the medical industry. They even got, you know, some of the holistic individuals and influencers believing this lie. And I've heard it even with my clients who struggle understanding the importance of eating fruit. Like that's where all your vitamins, your minerals, your enzymes, your flavonoids. If you want beautiful skin, if you want great hair, if you want to reverse aging, you got to eat your fruit. Like you really, and I'm not talking about, you know, the pre-cut ones in the fridge. I'm meaning like your dark color ones, whether you're eating blueberries or blackberries, um, you know, uh, a lot of, pineapple mangoes oranges like you need to have a variety of variety of uh, fruits specifically for chakra healing and I'll, I'll get into that maybe in another talk um but the important part about it is now that they got people afraid of fruit there's obviously the dollar as you said right less people buying fruits the people that are growing fruits can't produce them because it's very expensive to keep up with the machinery and the staff so the farm shut down and as the farm shut down the animal agriculture starts to take over as well more you know chemical more processed foods less fresh fruit the way that mother intended us to eat mother earth that has like all of the minerals because minerals is where it's at and you're going to get those from fruits because of the soil so there's no production of fruit when there's no production of fruit there's less flowers because everything's connected with the soil less flowers we got less bees less bees we got less butterflies with those two pollinators being extinct we're literally doomed guys so I'm not trying to be a doomsday, but I'm just bringing the awareness of we need to start consuming so much more fruit. And trust me, you're going to love it. Um, if you want a little bit of like one of my little hints, start with the green juice. That's going to help with the detoxifying and the cleansing that you've already been doing all night. If you rather do a green smoothie, do a green smoothie. And then throughout the day, just eat fresh fruit. You can do mono meals. So one type of fruit, I make a I eat like five little mangoes at a time or I'll eat half a watermelon and that's a whole meal for me. And then later at night I'll consume like an actual hearty meal. That's all plant-based. Uh, but throughout the day, I try to keep it really light with liquids and lots and lots of fruit. And you're going to notice how much more clairvoyant, how much more channels you're going to get, how much more energy you'll have. You'll feel amazing. It's right now 4:12, and I've been up, since like eight o'clock in the morning, I had water. I did yoga. I've been working and I made a little fruit smoothie. I had half of it. The rest of it's in the fridge and I'm totally fine. Later, I'm going to have like a huge, delicious, you know, hearty plant-based meal, but you don't need to eat a lot. And that's the other thing when you understand that you are pure energy. And also when you're consuming food, our body utilizes its energy, 85% of its energy to digest food. So imagine what you can be doing with that energy insofar as creating and manifesting rather than digesting food if you are putting the best nutrients into your body. So just a little, a couple little, little tricks to you know, being more connected and feeling more empowered and bettering mm. your body. And so ladies and gentlemen, that is your first <laughs> session with Aurora. <laughs> Thank you. I know you even deeper. <laughs> I, I, your wisdom is wonderful. Your knowledge is fantastic. I, I appreciate you as a being. And I just want to thank you for sharing what you do with the planet. 
Thank you. I am so grateful to have connected with you. Um, I love everything you're sharing. I've been obsessed with your account for a while and it's truly an honor to be connected with you and, you know, to share my, just my, my, my truth, you know, uh, with your, with your people. And I'm just so happy that we have this global community happening. You know, we're all being connected in one way or another and source is taking care of us as we continue to, you know, really show up and spare, share our truth and connect and support each other. We can't help but to create this new reality that's already in place. You know, now we're just, we're just like the ones carrying it forward. You know, we gotta, we, we just keep moving. So that's I'm amazing. so grateful. Thank you. Yes. And how can people get a hold of you if they want to find you on the web, social media, website? If you want to find me in the InstaWebs. Um, <laughs> so on Instagram, um, at Transformation of Self. Um, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. And you can go straight to my website, which is www.transformationofself.com. You can book a discovery call with me if you are interested in learning more or you feel compelled, like maybe you want to work with me, you want to take your uh, transformation to the next level, you want to change the way you eat, maybe you want to come down to one of my one-on-one -on -one retreats here in this magical vortex portal that I live in in the Caribbean. Um, whatever you need, I'm here to serve you. So definitely get in touch, book a session, and let's do this. <laughs> Amazing. And I'll include links to all of that in the show notes so you can just tap away and book a discovery call. That's exciting. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I look forward to all the people who get to work with you because you seem like Thank such you. a wonderful, special being and just full of light. You keep, it seems Thank like you, you just, so you live lightly. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I wasn't like this. I mean, honestly, if for people that know me and probably that are watch this video, be like, she wasn't like this, but trust me. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, funny. Here's the funny thing. My birthday is the same as Pablo Escobar, December 1st. Kid you not. So I used to embody a lot of that, you know, rage and anger. And I had to understand I'm highly, highly sensitive being and I am very powerful and the energy that I carry affects others. So I really had to start being responsible for my energy and being the change that I want to see in the world. Like that's really my, my personal mantra is I am the change I want to see in the world and I am the love I want to see in the world. So thank you for um, seeing it and, you know, letting me know I'm like really humble and I'm really grateful that I am shining that way. It means a lot to me. So yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And here we are. And here we are. Well, thank you so much for, for being on. You're welcome. And thank you guys for watching this episode of Deep Shift. Stay tuned next time for another deep dive into reality. Much love.